Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio at the Patriot Mobile Communication Center on the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the roundtable, the third hour of Armed American Radio's weekly monster cast here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Formerly at AAR Ranch, it's now the Patriot Mobile Communications Center. We welcome them to the broadcast on the Sig Sauer microphone. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And it is all brought to you, presented to you every day by that great company, X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Tejas, how you doing? Can you believe the third hour is here already? Good heavens, slow it down. Yeah, I've been standing on the on the uh, Zoom switch over here for a while. So An amazing hour with Dr. Lott, who just got back from Ecuador and is heading out to other countries. No, chief, first one next, I believe, is Argentina, he said, fighting for gun rights. What does that matter to you in the United States? Ladies and gentlemen, it's a global movement against your gun rights. Isn't uh, Argentina the ones that just elected Melee? Yeah, and, and uh, well, he's going down to meet with the VP now, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing a shift politically. We saw this in Brazil, and John's numbers were accurate. And as you heard him say, the New York Times just simply doesn't want to admit it. And he said he got a lot of heat from people saying, stay focused in the United States. When he responded, he never hears back from them. Well, of course not. Because he buries them with the truth. CrimeResearch.org. Make sure to check it out. If you missed that hour and you're just joining us, we'll have the podcast up for you. Oh, in about an hour and 30 minutes. So you'll be able to get that. It was a fascinating hour. And, of course, the first hour of the program was Dr. A.W.R. Hawkins preceding him was the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, who just came off of a week at CPAC and had a uh, meeting with Donald Trump that he said went very, very well. To quote him, he said it went well. He couldn't talk much more about that. But that's the people that we have on the program. They're meeting with the right people. Let's get started. Greg, would you be kind enough to tell people where to watch us in high definition, please? Then we'll introduce the crew because we have a sit-in for uh, for Brad Primo today. Yeah, sure. If you want to watch the show in hi-fi on your Wi-Fi, just head on over to <laughs> armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you can see the menu icon. Just give it a click, and when that window opens up, just select that Watch Live option. Uh, if you're out there driving, hit that Listen Live option. And if you need to catch up on any episode you may have missed, well, the podcast link is there for you to peruse. If you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. And it's good to have you back doing that. I'm glad you're back in the seat this week. You were on vacation all last week. Welcome back. It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Let's start with Neil McCabe. Neil McCabe from Parts Unknown. Well, really not hey. from Parts Unknown. He's from RedState.com, RedState.com, and he's losing his Boston accent every day. Neil, welcome in, my friend. Very happy to be with you, Mark. And I was at CPAC. Uh, this weekend, saw the president Saturday. He was phenomenal. The crowds were phenomenal. 
things are good. Things are very good in Naga World, Mark. Good. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I have some numbers out of uh, South Carolina that I think are going to be interesting, and we'll, we'll go around the table with that. Justin Moon, CEO, Car Arms. We're in the Car Firearms Group studios. Justin, how are you, my friend? Always a pleasure, brother. Thanks for having me, Mark. Good to be on. Always fun to have you here. You are a fan favorite for a reason, and if you're new to the program, as we say down south, you're fitting to find out why in just a few moments. And sitting in for Brad Primo, the CEO of Lead Slingers, who is here every week. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday to Brad. Dr. John Lott. John, we'll call you from Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners. Or John Lott. Did I say John Lott? John Adine, you should only be so lucky, right? John, That's Dr. Right. John, Dr. John Adine from DRGO, Doctors for Responsible Gun Owners. John, how are you, my friend? Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. I'm doing great. Um, first of all, it's an honor to be sitting in Brad's seat. Um, you know, those are big shoes to fill, a fellow veteran. So, you know, it's very nice. Uh, and also, you know, I send money every month to John Lott because his work is so, so important to what we do. From a well, doctor's standpoint, on. you know, we, we deal with evidence-based medicine. Well, he, here's your evidence right there. All the John Lott stuff is intellectual ammunition, as we like to say. Intellectual ammunition. Well said. Neil, let's go to you and let's start with the politics that are out there now. Like Alan Gottlieb, who was here in the first hour. You just came off a week of CPAC. You said it was good. A little bit more detail that we can talk about as we go around the table. I, from what I understand from the folks who were there, there seemed to be more energy this year than in years past. Did you, did you pick that up as well at CPAC this year? Yeah, well, the emotion in the room when President Trump spoke was... It was so full. It was so robust. It was absolutely overwhelming. It began with the when they played the uh, January 6th prisoners singing the Star Spangled Banner, where they mix in President Trump doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and people were just bawling their eyes out. And I had heard it before, and other people have heard it before, but it was like I heard it for the first time. When you're in a room with, I don't know, three or four thousand people. And that, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. And I'll, I'll say this that a lot of so called corporate media is no longer at CPAC because the, the corporate media doesn't appreciate Trump and doesn't appreciate Trump supporters. But what's coming up is MAGA, Make America Great Again. MAGA is creating its own institutions. It's creating its own sort of aristocracy of celebrities. And, 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 and so I saw what I, what I would call the green shoots of the new CPAC that's growing up around Trump and the movement. And, I mean, I have a blast every time I go to CPAC. It's it's a great reunion for me, Mark, because I get to hang out with all the people who have yeah, fired yeah. me. Yeah, but that, see, there, that, that's always a all lot of fun to be able to all do. All the different people. <laughs> yeah, you guys shouldn't have fired me. I'm still around. Justin, let me go to you. When you hear Neil talk about CPAC and the energy that was there, let's focus this, focus this particularly on Trump. How does it make you feel as we go into 2024? And we're going to talk about some particulars here. I want to talk about that young girl 
murdered at UGA. I've got some information for you guys that you might not know, but it hits very, very close to here at the Armed American Radio Car Firearms Group Studios. But, Justin, when you hear that as a Trump supporter, how does that make you feel as we get closer and closer to 2024? Well, I think the, I think America is with MAGA and with Trump. We just we just have to overcome the voter che- voter fraud and cheating from the Democratic Party, especially with the mail in balloting, and the media too. I, I think you'll agree that we and it. Will you agree with me that it's great that they're not there at CPAC, Justin? Who wants well, them there? Nobody believes them anyway. MAGA Americans have uh, lost faith all in the mainstream media and pretty much are watching the alternative media right now. So. And getting actual fact from there that they don't get from those loons over at ABC, NBC, and CBS. And they did some atrocious reporting this week. Dr. John Adeen, DRGO, when you hear Neil talk about that, and, and if you were listening in the first hour, you may likely have been. If you heard Alan Gottlieb talk about it, the two of them are echoing the same sentiment there. How does that make you feel as a gun rights activist, knowing that the Second Amendment played a huge role this year with Alan Gottlieb himself on the main stage on Friday speaking at CPAC, not off in a separate room, but the Second Amendment took center stage, literally? Well, I think that it's energizing a lot of people in the gun rights community to see what's going on you know, with CPAC and just, you know, the amount of energy behind Donald Trump. You know, we're getting tired of watching our rights being taken away one by one by the ATF and, uh, or the AFT, as we like to call them, right? Right. And then, uh, and then you know, the, the courts in the, in the blue states are just thumbing their nose at the Supreme Court. And, you know, we're getting tired of waiting to get our rights confirmed and reaffirmed and reaffirmed by the Supreme Court. You know, they're, they're playing the waiting game. They're doing the, you know, let's, let's see what we can do to uh, push this down the road, play whatever games we have to play to uh, delay getting these, uh, these uh, you know, legal cases uh, through the, the uh, uh, you know, the on banc panels or the, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the three judge panels so that they, they can go, you know, to the Supreme Court. They're going to do everything they can so that they can play games. And, you know, I am very concerned about the election. Now, being in Texas, it's probably not as bad because we actually have voter ID laws and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> there are a lot of states out there that don't have voter ID laws. And there's going to and the, 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 uh, the mail in ballots. There's so much room for shenanigans. And, uh, you know, we need to really be vigilant. Now, when you go vote, keep your eyes peeled and see what's going on. Well, you got that right. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you some interesting numbers out of South Carolina that Dr. Lott had put up on his Twitter, or ex-formerly known as Twitter, however we're supposed to say that now. But I think you get it. And I think you'll find the numbers fascinating, and we'll get the take from the table, among others. We'll be back. wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Buckle in, ladies and gentlemen. This hour is going to whip right by. I promise you we'll cram in 
as much as we can, and we'll get the we'll get the take from everybody at the table on everything that we can. But it is going to fly right by. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them at armedamericanradio.com, and we are super proud to be working closely now, very closely, with Patriot Mobile here in the Patriot Mobile Communications Center. Tremendous company, great product, had a huge presence at CPAC, too, by the way, had a huge booth, as you heard Alan Gottlieb say, and I'm sure that Neil will confirm that as well. And we're looking forward to bringing some of the Patriot Mobile staff on the show next week. Looking forward to that. We'll have some codes for you and all kinds of cool stuff so that you can do what I'm going to do and in the process of, and that's flipping my service to a company that supports my right to bear arms. That's the way it works. That's how we fight back against all of this nonsense that's out there. And we will win. I've often said freedom is, is an uphill battle sometimes, and it's not free, but freedom will always prevail. Let's go back to the conversation with the crew of the roundtable, and I'm going to go to Neil. Uh, based on what we just heard from John, Neil, you know, we have to be vigilant, and obviously this is near and dear to your heart. It's also very near and dear to Justin's heart. Let's talk a little bit about fraud. I don't care what anybody calls me. I watched those 2020 returns come in and thought, what in the hell is going on like millions of other Americans with clear heads? We all knew something was up. News desks, including CNN's own anchors, were wondering why this was happening and unfolding the way it was. I am, let's just talk, I'll just, you know, I mentioned three points last week where Biden loses the election. Immigration was one of them. We're going to focus on that in just a little bit. But he loses, the, he loses the election on immigration alone, as far as I'm concerned. I don't want people to get complacent, Neil. But at the same time, is there any amount of cheating at this stage of the game with the condition that Biden is in, with every single poll number that we see on crime, on immigration, et cetera? And we could go on and on and on. Maybe save for abortion. That might be their, their one shining star is their abortion. That, save for that. Is there a can they cheat their way out of this one? I guess is my question. Let's just ask the question. Can they cheat their way yeah, out of this well, one or have enough of us had enough? There is going to be always some fraud. However, historically, when you have a big stolen election, uh, things happen. People become vigilant immediately afterwards. I followed politics all my life and there's stuff that went on in 2020. I didn't recognize what was going on. I didn't see it coming. And, you know, and I'm supposed to be, like, smart about these things, right? So, but you saw, you know, everyone now knows, and everyone, it's all accepted, that the 1960 election was stolen by the Democrats and Kennedy in Illinois and Texas. It was another 40 years before there was a big challenged election. I think that in the last three years, What's happened is so many, so many conservatives, especially gun owners, have become sort of amateur election experts, uh, citizen journalists, election integrity investigators. People know more about election law today than anyone knew, say, five years ago. And people are involved at the local level because they understand what happens when they're not involved. And so... That will wear off over time. But this election coming right on the heels of 2020 is going to be one of the most closely watched elections that we've ever held. And it's going to be as clean as it can possibly be for Trump. And frankly, with the numbers that you're looking at, remember, California is 30 million people. And it's 10% of the national number. 
and so the California is not a contested state. You shouldn't even include Cal- you shouldn't even include California in the in the national polling. You're right. Putting California in the national polling, it it creates a bias in the polls nationally for Democrats. Democrats basically, if if Democrats are winning by three or four percentage points, that means that they're doing well. Right now, uh, I think Trump is up like two or three points, you know, in, in the national polls. And that, that's including the California yeah. bias. And so what you're seeing is you're seeing, you know, Georgia, he's up, what, seven points. Seven, uh, eight, He's up yeah. in Michigan. It, you know, and, and so what's happening is in these battleground states, Biden is just not making the numbers. And in the poll, last thing I'll say about the polls is that people forget that there is always a break late for Republicans. It's in the nature of Republican voters that they make the just they complain and they complain and they complain up until like the last week before an election, and then they capitulate and they come home. And so there's always a surge at the end for the Republican that the polls miss. And that's why Repub- that's one of the reasons why Republican Republican candidates tend to do better than the polls. There are other reasons, but I'll, I'll just leave it at that. All right, Justin, based on what you just heard from Neil, and my question, my same question to you, Biden, I'm just going to come right out and say this, Biden sucks so bad. The whole world knows it. Can he win if it weren't cheated? I, I think they're going to try hard to try to cheat, but you need people to help you cheat to actually cheat on such a large scale to change and open change this election. And I think there's enough, you know, Republican pushback on the 2020 election. There's a lot of people out there challenging the, the election system and the voter fraud. It's going to be much harder to cheat at the scale that they okay. did with the COVID pandemic in 2020 with all that mail-in ballots. I think there's still going to be a lot of mail-in ballots, and I think they're going to cheat heavy there, but I with the amount, you know, Trump is up and, the you know, the population surging for Trump, I, I think Trump's got this. He's going he's gonna to pull off a win in 2024. But I think that's just going to be the start of our trouble. It's going to be like Abraham Lincoln. You know, Abraham Lincoln won the 1860 election, but that wasn't the, begin- the end of his trouble. That was the start. Yeah, I, I echo your sentiment on that. I, I, and honestly, guys and listeners, it's just a gut feeling for me. I can't. I can't tell you anything other than it is just simply a gut feeling. John, you mentioned the voter fraud, et cetera, previously in the previous segment. But do you also share that sentiment, the gut feeling? It would be an absolute shock with the lies. We all know the media is lying to us on everything that comes out of their mouths. Or lie. We know it. We know what the polls are. We know Biden is what he is because we see it. We know what's happening at the border because we see it on certain programs anyway, but we know it with surges. We see it in crime, and we're going to go there in Georgia in just a few minutes. John, do you echo the sentiment that, that you just heard from both Neil and from Justin? You've got 30 seconds. Go ahead, and then we'll come back to you after the break. Yeah, you know, and I see that the stuff from the border. coming. I'm in San Antonio, you know, yeah. 160 miles. And, this, you know, they're coming up, and they're coming up. There's people all over the place from all over the, the world. Uh, we don't know where they come from, who, who's, uh, you know, sponsoring them. So uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm encouraged by the election. 
but I'm also concerned about what's going on. The bar door is already open, and they've already come in. And who and, knows but you, but you trust election. your eyes, not what the media is telling you, I think is what I'm saying, because you're actually seeing it. We've got two more segments left with the group. I want to stay on immigration and go to what happened to the Georgia student who happens to live two miles from this ranch. We'll be back. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Oh boy, I tell you what, I told you it was going to it was gonna move along. Buckle in. I meant it. It definitely is. On the downside of the third hour already, we're going to keep moving here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. Patriot Mobile Communication Center on fire for you. The Sig Sauer Mike busting out on hundreds of radio stations around the nation today. All of it being presented by X Insurance. Again, please go out of your way to support all of our great partners, all of them that make this show possible every single day. And we could not do it without them. And we need you to support them to keep it going. That's the equation. That's how it works. It's how we stick together. It's how we make our voices heard. It's how we support the Second Amendment over the radio via this program. Welcome back. Guys, let's continue this conversation. John, I ended with you. I, I'm, I'm going to give you the last word there. We, we got cut off by the break, but I'm guessing that you see with your own eyes. So this is a great example of the media lying to you, telling you Joe Biden does more work than I do. Really? You must not work very hard. OK, we see with our own eyes. And I think Americans are smart enough to figure that out. That's why I say what I say about those just, you know, just on immigration alone. We see what's happening, but you actually do see it. You see people from all around the world with your very own eyes. It's real to you, isn't it? Yeah, they roll into my office every day. You know, kids kids come in from, uh, I don't, you know, we have to get the translator machine to speak their language so we can actually communicate with them because they're, they're coming from places in the Middle East. They're coming from, you know, I mean, Spanish speakers, we got that covered. But everywhere else, you know, we, we have to get a machine that, that has a person on the other end that speaks their language. And, and it's, you know, it's, you know, the, the healthcare system's paying for that, by the way. You're paying for that, just so you know. Oh, I, I, trust me on that one. I'm very well aware. Neil McCabe, let me stay on the same topic yeah. of immigration, but I want to make this point. Um, the young girl murdered at UGA just a few days ago. Let me put it this way I go two miles down the road from my home. Neil, you've been to my home. Two miles from me is the town she she grew up in. And the community here is devastated by what happened because it didn't have to happen. And when I say it hits home, I mean it really truly hits home, literally home, ladies and gentlemen. That young woman was from here, and her family is here. And the community is rallying around and supporting her it's it's unbelievable to see it's good to, it's a good feeling to see that and be a part of that but none of it should be occurring neil none of it and here we've got some dirtbag who was released in new york city he came through el paso now nah, it's a big state texas is but well maybe el paso's closer to me than john i don't know because texas is so big but nonetheless he came through el paso illegally committed crimes in new york was released and murdered 
this young girl at UGA. He was living in an apartment with his brother. He had lost a job as a dishwasher. I have no idea where the money is coming from for these people to live. We can foster some guesses here. But, Neil, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked earlier uh, to, uh, to A.W.R. Hawkins. When, are, when have we had enough? When have we had enough of this? Again, this is another reason why Biden does not win in 2024. Well, I, I, I'll say one thing and then I'll say a second. The second might be a little bit more provocative. But uh, let me just say that one of the things that makes it all worse is the fact that the media knows the truth and they deliberately muddy the waters. They deliberately refer to him as the Atlanta, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, referring to him as a local man. A local man, Mark. NBC you know I mean? News, NBC Today referred to him as not an American. It's despicable. Yeah. We all know what Dutch. it means. So the fact that they're lying is, you know, hypocrisy is the tribute that evil pays to virtue. And the fact that they're lying exposes the fact that they know the deal. Uh, the second thing I'll say is that in China, people wonder, well, why is the, if the Communist Party of China is so evil and wrong? Why does it maintain the support of the people? Which it relatively does. And one of the reasons is if this happened in China, first of all, that guy would have never been released. Right. That guy would have never been allowed in the country. And, if, and, and so watch what happens. But look how long it'll take for this guy to get any form of justice. If this was in China, red China, I guarantee you, they would pick the guy up, they'd give him a trial the next week, and he will be hanged in less than a month that family and that community would get a message from the government that what happened to you is so heinous and wrong that we punish this man with the ultimate sacrifice. But in this country, the message is your victim, your crime is meaningless to society and your government cares more about the criminal than it does the family, the victim, the community. And it's horrible. And I, I was talking to somebody at CPAC uh, while I was there. I think it was like Friday. You know, and the point we were saying is that the, I believe that the majority of gun owners sincerely wish they didn't have to own a gun. It's just not something that, that they it, – it, but because of the threatscape that is facing us in all directions, you have no choice. And, and right, it is let, what it is. Let, let me stop you there. Justin, great place to go to you on this as a CEO of Car Arms, my friend. The, many of you might not know this, but here in the, she's 22 years old. Justin, here in the state of Georgia, she can carry a gun without a permit, and she can also carry a gun in the state of Georgia where she was running. You, we have campus carry here, Justin, in the state of Georgia. Now, I'm not blaming the victim. What I'm using this for is a public service announcement to help open people's eyes because of what you just heard from Neil. Justin, I think you'll agree with me. I think you agree with Neil that it just is what it is. If you are able and capable, you must be willing in today's day and age 
And she could have had a gun on her without violating any laws. And sadly, Justin, the vast majority of Americans still don't carry a firearm. I'm hopeful that this opens some eyes. As a parent of college-age children, I can promise you that my kids think differently, maybe, than those who don't carry a firearm. Justin, what's your advice? Well, you know, bad things happen in the world, and we really can't expect that the world will be perfectly secure for us or even all, all of our kids. We just have to accept the reality that there is risk in life. And that, you know, having a, having the means to defend yourself gives you the best chance of mitigating those types of risks. And really, because those ris- risks exist, then if you're going to be running around as a female at night or whatever, you should be armed. I mean, that's on you to be armed. Take advantage of what's available to you, right? Absolutely. So this Absolutely. is the public service announcement, ladies and gentlemen. You just heard it. It's if you have an opportunity, if you have the means, if you have the opportunity, do it. Understand, Justin just nailed it. John, you'll agree. We've discussed it on this program before and personally and privately at many of the events you and I have both spoken together at. And that is that if provided that opportunity, take it. Why? Because of what Justin just said. There is evil in this world. We cannot refuse to accept it. John, 30 seconds. Take it away. We'll go back to you when we come back for the final segment. Yeah, not only is it important to carry, but it's also important to get good training. Um, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of getting good training so that not only when you carry the gun, you have it with you, but you know how to use it, when to use it, and what the, the rules are. Uh, so that you stay out of jail, because that's another important thing, too. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, great advice from everybody at the table here. When we come back, we've got one more segment. We'll get to as much as we can get to. You know how it works here on Armed American Radio's MonsterCast, coming to you live today on hundreds of radio stations from the Car Firearms Group Studios, the Patriot Mobile Communications Center, the Six Hour Mic. X-Insurance presents it all. We'll be back. One more segment right after this. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Uh, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, thank you very much for the rejoin. Appreciate it very much. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. On this hour of the broadcast, three hours on the MonsterCast, the Car Firearms Group Studios, now coming to you from the Patriot Mobile Communication Center. On the Sig Sauer mic, it's all brought to you by X-Insurance. Welcome back. We've got one more segment with the crew here at the roundtable. We're talking with Neil McCabe, Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms, and Dr. John Adine filling in for Brad Primo from Ledslinger's Whiskey, who is celebrating his birthday today. We hope he's having a great time and not listening to the program today. Hopefully he's doing something more fun. And uh, and uh, we're filling in for him and having a great time on our side as well. Happy birthday, to you, Brad, if you are, in fact, tuned in. Neil, I'm going to go to you quickly. There's John Lott posted. We had him on in the last hour. I didn't get a chance to talk with him about this, but it, yeah. I found this fascinating. Uh, John Lott posted up on X, formerly known as Twitter, whatever we call the thing now, that Biden 
got 126,000 votes in the South Carolina Dem primary. Trump got 452,000 votes in the Republican primary. Even Haley got 299,000 votes, more than two times as many as the 126,000 Biden got. Biden alone got 262,000 in 2020. John offers, excuse me, the following caveat. There is a chance more D's voted for Haley than voted for Biden. Your take on that. And what does that mean? Break that down. These primaries where, you know, uh, Democrats are allowed to vote in the Republican primary, Republicans allowed to vote in the Democratic primary, they really just make the primaries absurd. And, you know, we're seeing this with uh, Nikki Haley. I just saw tonight that the Koch brothers have said that they won't be funding Nikki Haley's campaign anymore. But, you know, one, I think that one of the points that uh, Dr. Ladd is making is that there is a there is a uh, passion gap on the Democratic side, whereas, you know, the passion is on the Republican side. I think that it's obvious we saw it in New Hampshire that uh, Nikki Haley won. You know, a lot, they, she didn't win, but she got a, a significant amount of Democratic and independent votes. Trump won 75 percent of the Republicans who voted in the New Hampshire primary. Right. So, it, you know, and of course, this thing is going to work itself out. And the Nikki Haley thing will eventually come to a close when the money runs out. Nobody suspends a campaign for president as long as they still have money. And, you know, DeSantis, the, the governor of Florida, was a great governor of Florida. He burned through, you know, $150 million. And we still haven't even reached the Florida primary yet. He didn't even make it to New Hampshire. And so, you know, we'll see what happens with Nikki Haley. She, there is nothing Nikki Haley has done in this presidential campaign that would stop her from being on the board of directors of Boeing Coca-Cola or Microsoft, or there's nothing she said or done in this campaign that would keep her from being a commentator on MSNBC or CNN. And so, you know, she's, she's improved her family's uh, lot in life and uh, God love her. But, you know, it's, I, I think that it's pretty clear that Trump is going to be the president of the United States one year from now. But I think it's also true that the challenge is, from Nikki Haley and from DeSantis, you know, it was, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. And it forced the Trump campaign to get on the stick and to get serious. And I'm not saying they were ever scared, but they were, I think they were concerned. And they basically said, okay, let's get this thing going. And right now the Trump campaign is spinning like a top and humming like a sewing machine with a small, tight group of killers and I think that uh, across the board, whatever people's problems are with Trump, there was no one saying that he's running a poor campaign, Mark. Justin, I think I just heard Neil say that Nikki Haley enriched herself at the expense of the Republican Party <laughs> and really did this for personal reasons. I'm not sure, but that's the way it looks. Justin, when you see those, these numbers, does it just reaffirm for you? that she needs to go bye-bye and that everybody needs to coalesce around Trump right now for the good of the country, not just the Republicans, but for the good of the country? 
Well, I think that's the problem with 99.9% of the politicians is that it is. they use yes. political office to, to gain wealth. You know, people should be going into politics, and when they come out, they should be poor, like President Trump. Because <laughs> we can't have these uh, profiteers be looting our country and, and stealing our tax dollars. Yeah, did Nikki Haley do herself any favors? As far as the, as far as the, supposedly her, her stance as a Republican. Oh yeah, I mean, this, this, Nikki Taylor didn't do any favors for the Republican Party or for conservatives at all. The only thing she's doing is basically looking out for numero uno, and that is herself. Yeah, I agree. John, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think that um, you know, I think. There's so much money in, in government and politics right now that it, it's so hard for these politicians not to, to go to the bank and, you know, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. I think what we really need to do is cut the, the, the scope of government by a huge amount and get rid of all these bureaucrats and make the government smaller like our founding fathers envisioned. They were terrified of this kind of thing. And they knew that it was a big danger. And, you know, it, it took us 200 plus years. But here we are. We're in, you know, we've got you know, a bloated government where uh, everybody that's working for the government's got their hand out and the politicians are, are getting their palms greased. You know, how did Nancy Pelosi make all of her millions? You know, how did uh, Barack Obama make all his millions? You know, it's not just book deals. I can tell you that right now. You know, so. Yeah, well, Nancy Pelosi's husband just banked about a million and a half bucks last week on NVIDIA stock alone. Neil, you know, as you just heard from John, and, and you and I have talked about this before on the air, both as a part of the group and as and individually, when people ask, how did we get here? How did America get here? My response is really a simple one. Just what John said. It took 250 years, 240 plus years for us to bloat to this point. We just happen to be living through the process. Neil, real quick, I'll let you close out. Is it fixable? You've got about 30 seconds. Well, the founding fathers knew that uh, democracies have a shelf life. They, 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 the framers, when you make the transition from the founders, which is the revolutionary generation, to the framers, the ones who wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, that was an effort to create a system that would check itself, that would correct itself, and would somehow survive. But the way we've built up this corrupt city of Washington, D.C., you know, I got to wonder. I really got to wonder. And I hope it can be fixed. But, uh, you know, anytime I spend time in Washington, I look around and I say, not good. Not good. Yeah. Because. Well, I'll tell you what, human history is against us, ladies and gentlemen. Human history yeah. is against us. That, and that is a fact. You can look that up yourself. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. Thank you, brother, for being here. We appreciate you every single week and all of your insight. John Adeen, Dr. John Adeen, thank you for being here and sitting in for Brad Primo. It was a great hour. We appreciate you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in March, by the way. And, of course, Neil McCabe from uh, from RedState.com. That's RedState.com. Neil McCabe, RedState.com. Thank you for being here, brother. I appreciate your insight every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, I hope you enjoyed the program today. I certainly did. It flew right by. All three hours did. Great program for you. Great content. Guess what? We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow precisely because they don't want me to. That's why we do what we do. It's why we have a radio show. 
Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, 4 to 6 p.m. tomorrow Eastern, 1 to 3 Pacific. ArmedAmericanRadio.com. You can listen to us there. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. (laughs) 